Hi, I'm Dora from Dora Nicolau, and my drink of choice is a chai. I'm Gemma from Contently Driven, and my drink of choice is red wine. And I'm Michaela from Inspired Office, and my drink of choice is a sparkling white wine. Work Wife Wine Time supports the responsible consumption of alcohol. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome, it's Gemma here with you today, and I'm ever so excited to connect you with our guest speaker, Renee Italia from Rebalance Naturally, and what an awesome guest to have here with us today on Work Wife Wine Time. And hello, Renee. Hello. Thank you for having me. Super exciting. I'm usually on the other side doing a podcast, but it's nice to be a guest for a podcast. So thank you for having me. (laughs) Absolutely. It's, It's super exciting. So first, we'd love you to introduce you to our audience. Uh, so tell us a bit about yourself. And first, uh, tell us what it is that you do. I'm an integrative health coach, um, specializing in all things women. And so really supporting women, mastering a healthy nervous system. So that leads me to do group things and one-on-one coaching. So my group things that I love doing is yoga is definitely the foundation of my business. And the core of yoga is that connection. So connection to self, connection to community, and obviously connection to your own being and body. So that's where I am at the moment and what I'm doing in business. Wonderful. I love that. It's it's a really important aspect to think about of connection, you know, not only to others, but to yourself. And I think it's something that many of us don't think about or skip overdoing, you know. Definitely. Yeah. When we're, in my experience anyway, when I felt frazzled in life, it usually comes back to point at what's my connection with my myself right in that time. And um, usually when I can sit in with whatever's happening, I can show up better for the people that I love. And that's what I experience in, in working with women as well. Yeah, that's wonderful. I love that. And tell us first of all as well, tell us about your past working life. What were you doing before? You have a a pretty fun history there. (laughs) Yeah, I do. So um, my past life, or current life too, I should say, I don't think it ever leads you. It's just that evolving, evolving, (laughs) is education. So primary school teaching and Uh, it's really a a passion and love that has taken me all around the world um, to teach. And it was also the passion that got me changing directions into what I now do. So my last full-time teaching role that I was working in was in Singapore. And I remember being in a classroom of year two. So I think that's like their maybe seven and we were working on a unit of inquiry and the unit was actually who we are and so with kids you're always asking questions and pondering like who do I want to be when I grow up how do I need to be what would I need to show if I was to be that person 
And in this inquiry with these kids, I started to really ask myself those questions. And as you know, yoga is also a contemplative, asking the questions. And I had been journaling of all these things that I want to be doing. I would love to travel a little bit more and learn Italian, which was my family origin. I would like to, you know, visit India. And I'd like to do all these extra things in in life. And I just was like, if not now, when was kind of the questions that were coming up and that led me into creating a adult gap year at the age of I think 32 at the time and taking um, what my friends and all called an eat, pray, love year. And it was totally that. It was the year <laughs> of me just um, finding, I don't like the idea of finding yourself because I really believe you've already got everything within, but it gave me the spaciousness in my life to recreate where I wanted to um, put my energy and education will never leave me I feel like I'm now educating in a new realm and that being around you know the connection that we have to our bodies and how it cycles through different phases as women and so I, I love that you know my 14 year journey of primary school education actually has led me into the health education so that we can thrive in, in the things that we love doing. Yeah. Isn't that, isn't that wonderful? And I guess that that led very easily into my next question of, you know, what, what brought you into what you're doing now? <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't it funny? So usually, you know, we all start with our own health journeys. And, and one of the reasons in the inquiry that I was just speaking about was that I was having and dealing with some of my own health ailments. I was noticing at the end of, you know, each term, my, my voice was really hoarse and like strained and little ailments of, um, you know, acne or eczema, little things that we kind of like hashtag normal that aren't normal, that are little symptoms that your body's showing you. And for me, it was quite high stress that was, expressing through body so in that um year one of my first um, stops was India where I really deep dived into yoga and training and this was definitely the pivotal turn into what I was doing and doing now and that's why it will always remain the foundation because it was the practice that got me to more deeply connect um, on a holistic um, level. Yeah, wonderful. I love that. Um, yeah, and I guess that's part of what sort of brought you to work with for yourself and and helping in that way was through your own learning and, and journey you wanted to then help others without putting the words in your mouth. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Look, I never thought I was going to be a hashtag business owner. I don't know if we ever do. Like I've, I saw my parents do it and I was like, oh, I'm never going to do that. Mm -hmm. And here I am. But I have to say that women in business, and I'd love to hear your opinion on this too, but women in business, I feel like it comes from a desire deeper within you, like something that you've experienced that you're embodying that 
the, the paradigm is that it is a soul business that you'll bring to fruition for others to, to experience. And I think that we even work in a, in a, a different way. Absolutely. It's, it's really interesting that you, yeah, that you bring it up in that way. And it's true. I think we do work differently and for, yeah, for me and most other female business owners, I think I speak to, if you really tune into it, it's sort of exactly what it is we're doing that comes from that female feminine energy of wanting to help and I imagine you and I had similar upbringings, both with Italian parents and and everything. Most immigrants were business owners, you know, here in in the country when they first came out and stuff. It's sort of all they could do. And we did see how hard it was for our parents, right? You know, but it is coming at it from, yeah, such a different energy. Yeah, super interesting, actually, now that you bring that up. (laughs) Because I'm just now blatantly saying we totally had the same like upbringing, but I know from the short chat we had we earlier, uh, we sort of did. So it's really funny how you meet sort of later in life, especially how there would have been so many times we would have crossed over, <laughs> you know? And yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And are your parents still in business? No, they're retired now. Older. Yeah. 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 Late, late 70s. Yeah. Um, so I've yeah. still got my dad that's in business. And, and so it's been really um, interesting, you know, being a fairly fresh business and and leaning on his expertise now in a completely different industry, but just knowing that there's, there are still fundamental things. And I think the biggest key that I take away is relationships, you know, mm. building relationships in whatever you're doing is so important. Um and I think that, you know, even me being a sole person in, in the business, uh, that's one of the key factors. And one of the things that I love the most, because it comes back to that core of what I just started talking about, it builds that connection as well. Yeah, for sure. That's it's really interesting to bring that up. Relationships really is yeah, so important, isn't it? Um, yeah, I think that yeah relationships and that is what kept my parents businesses going for so long I think you know it's so important and it it just ties in so beautifully to uh, our podcast as well you know with collaboration over competition and as many female business owners especially who've been in corporate and government roles beforehand I can't speak from education system but it was so competitive it was all about you know, competition. So it was even so far out of what we sort of believed at core, whereas we did believe in relationships and connection. And then we sort of delved into the world of, you know, working and it was the complete opposite, you know, (laughs) Mm. you know, and, and now that we're all in business, it's refinding again and just remembering it is about relationships and collaborating. The other way is just, Yeah, that can be something really tricky at the start of a business when you go out on your own. And it's funny because I was on a conversation with someone that reached out to me a few weeks ago who's just started fresh with her business. And I love when people do that because you kind of reminisce on your own starting point. And I just said to her, 
get around some other business women as quick as possible would be my advice. And so that you don't feel alone because it can be when you're doing your sole business and you're trying to be the bookkeeper, the, the coach, the, you know, specialist Instagram person and the specialist tech, all this. And it can be really overwhelming at the beginning, but when you have other women that can hold space for you and like you're saying, and the, and the, what is this podcast about is that sense of collaboration. It can really make, um, the whole journey that little bit more sweeter and feel like you've got people um, to lean on. Oh, absolutely. And, and that it's, it's also, again, the foundation of why we started this podcast as well. It was for that connection because we were all going at it alone, you know, and it was a long time ago now. So it was so far before, you know, I guess to use COVID as an example, where now it's more normalized to be working on your own at home and things like that, you know, but it was so far before that. It was so many years ago, we felt so alone and we didn't have that connection. And unless we were speaking to other female business owners, you know, like friends, family, they didn't quite get it, you know, because they weren't in, in that world. So it's, yeah, the connection is just so important, you know. You were before your time working from home. <laughs> oh, I was totally. It was so taboo when I was doing it. You know, it was, yeah. <laughs> you know, it was almost externally. It, it felt quite judged. You know, it's like, oh, you, what, what do you do from home? You just sit at home all day, and, you know, and now it's just so normal. So back then there was a whole bunch of, yeah, judgments and things going on as well. <laughs> So it was a lot to navigate, but anyway, we, we digress. However, today we are talking about, yeah, health and mental well-being and, and all of that and, and, you know, bringing that all in together. And I'd love, my first question I'd really love to ask you is, you know, it's, it is your business name, but what, what to you is, is rebalancing naturally? What's that about? Rebalance naturally is a mantra actually that I started. It started as my own mantra and that being like when you each day, what can you do to rebalance naturally as in what can you do to find that little bit of extra energy for yourself? Because Mm -hmm. we can pack in our day with all the tasks and it can leave us depleted. So where can we find just some of those little anchor points within our day to bring ourselves to this equilibrium? And yeah, I think that there's never any perfection. I think we're always on this cycle and, and that's why I it's rebalance naturally rather than balance because I feel like balance can sometimes be a stigma of finding this sense of perfect. And we know there's no perfect it's just about having this awareness of the ebbs and flows of your energy yeah I love that that's yeah I I really do like that and what what sort of I guess just to explain it a bit further what is you know a suggestion or something perhaps you've done or you've helped others with in a way for just something small where they can rebalance Mm -hmm. The breath is key, uh, I would say, for the nervous system. This is why yoga is a foundation and and why 
the magic of yoga is not just moving into different shapes. It's really how you synchronize the breath and movement. So you're really supporting the nervous system in like you would through your tasks of your day in, in a practice you're moving, but you're using your breath in a way that um, really builds resilience. Um, and I think that we can stop throughout our day, even if it's like pausing before I got onto this podcast and just taking a few deeper breaths where the exhale is longer, just calming the nervous system before ready to focus on, on the task ahead. So I think anyone can do that. We've got it at our disposal. We don't think about it because it works so automatically for us. But actually, when we bring some conscious awareness around it, uh, we can really change the ebbs and flows of, of how we're feeling. So if we're feeling that sense of um, fight and flight, which is more in a sympathetic nervous state of got to get things done, which anything like back in caveman times, you would have heard, you know, it's about the running of the tiger and, you know, you've got to flee and go. However, at the moment in the way we set up in our Western society, a lot of us can be triggered by small things like an email coming in the news at the moment. Any of those kin things can put us into this state. And this state is okay. I don't want to say that it's bad because it gets us to action, but it's also got, got to come back into this parasympathetic state, almost like a wave you're going in and out effortlessly. But what can often happen is that we can stay up there. And so the breath, really um, can help us find this sense of rebalance to a more uh, homeostasis in our body. Mm. Ah, I love that. And again, beautifully leading into what I really wanted to ask you as well um, is, you know, why do we need to, to rebalance? You know, why is it something that I guess is really important as part of, you know, a daily practice? I think longevity. If you want to live <laughs> for a long time, but a long time thriving, then we need to take care of our health now and, and be in the elements of that, that sense of, of balance. If we're, if we're living too far out into that stress state, that's when we can have the impact of dis-ease in the body. So those imbalances, those symptoms that come knocking on, on the door and they can start and we hashtag normalize a lot of these things and just allow them to accumulate, accumulate and accumulate. And a lot of people talk about filling your cup, whereas I like to actually talk about emptying the cup because once the cup is full, You've got no room to put anything else in there. And sometimes we're holding on to things that don't serve us. So to empty out or to get rid of or to re-energize and reevaluate and get to the bottom of those imbalances that can be in our body, we're, we're leaving room for ourselves to, you know, um, re-energize in a way that is in alignment with ourselves and in alignment to living our best life with longevity um, ahead. Yeah, for sure. And I'm what you touched on a little bit earlier about, 
you know, even just taking that time, whether it's even one minute, you know, say before something, you know, to get in touch with your breath. I, I think especially now we all feel so hurried, you know, and if you ask anyone, especially business owners, you know, like, how are you? What's happening? It's always, oh, I'm busy. I'm so busy. I have so much to do. I'm always so busy. You know, so I feel as though we are really hurried. So we are really getting into this yeah, state of constantly needing to do things rather than just stopping and finding, you know, I mean, everyone can find two minutes to focus on their breathing. You know what I mean? But we just don't give ourselves the time because we, we think we all, always rushed and busy we have to do the next thing and the next thing and the next thing right it's so crazy (laughs) yeah and I think you touched on something there just in the listening uh this leaves a lot of people up here in their minds and when we're up here in our what we call in yoga that monkey mind it's like that's part of the stress so at the moment people have more time let's just say with what's happening um But because of the input of the messaging coming in, we are so much in the mind of what's going to happen next, futuristic, uh, not to mention our daily tasks or homeschooling, all these things that people are dealing with. And that can cause quite, um, quite a lot of stress in the body. And so coming back to that homeostasis is really important coming back to the body uh, can really, you know, be a great tool now and, and for the longevity. Mm. Yeah, so the of course. <laughs> yeah. And just for listeners who may not be aware, if you could explain, you know, what coming back to homeostasis means. Yeah. So pretty much homeostasis is, is another, it's another word for finding that sense of balance within, within your body, you know, and making sure that, you are in a more rest and digest state and not always in a heightened, heightened flea state, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah, I love that. And I'd love to touch and talk a little bit now about yoga, you know, healthy mind and healthy body. How is it, what, how is it beneficial, first of all, I guess, for stress? How, how would you explain the benefits of yoga there? Yeah, we've we've touched on a little bit of it um, mm. already, and that being the nervous system. Uh, you know, pranayama is what they call the yoga breathing, and that is really important. And then you put that with the asana practice, which is what people come to yoga, they see all these postures, and they, they think that, you know, that's great for your, your physical body and it is, but you, you put that together with the breathing and, and that, is, that is the core because it's linking, uh, you know, the flexibility and the doing with the being, I like to call it. So it's like we would in our daily life be doing all the actions, that's the movement of the practice and then the breath really the being in it and and putting those together uh, can really support um, the way we tune into not only our body, our contemplation. So I like to call the yoga mat life because it's a practice. You're practicing life on the mat. So when you leave the mat, 
it's like it's that 60 minutes or however long you've done the practice for is helping you to go out into to your day keeping that sense of calm from the mat into whatever the day is going to throw at you so um i think that there are there are so many benefits to yoga it can help with you know supporting sleep it can calm the nervous system flexibility you know uh everyone's going to come to the mat with different experiences uh, because we're all different in what we've got going on in our life. So it can definitely offer um, everyone a sense of, I believe, direction and contemplation because it gets us to contemplate in just the teaching philosophy as well. Yeah, I love that. And um, what I wanted to really touch on a bit more today as well is when I did initially have a glance through your website I know you were touching a bit on on self-doubt so I'll you know and I know it's something that all us female business owners have dealt with and I think even as female I think self-doubt can be you know prevalent but I'd I'd love to ask you first is it is it normal and common to experience self-doubt yeah uh I think anyone that says no, <laughs> they might be enlightened. Um, but yeah, I think so. Um, look, I think self-doubt is something that still comes up, I think, for me. And definitely when you're starting out in a business, you, you're wondering, oh, how do I do this? What, who do I think to do this? And, and it's almost like coming back up here into the mind that little mean girl that might might go off in you know spiraling but it's the awareness it's the awareness that yoga and this practice helps you with to catch that monkey mind so that you are not going down this rabbit hole of self-sabotage of like even um not having a go you know so you know i think when you can catch that and say hey hold on, thank you for that thought. (laughs) I find myself saying I'm going to propel this way anyway. So I think awareness is definitely key um, for for moving forward, but definitely self-doubt doesn't go away. It's just about, um, you know, noticing it and, and choosing, making the choice of what you're going to do with it. Absolutely. It's... I think self-doubt is tricky, you know, without being aware, you don't quite know it's there, you know, and then you do go down complete rabbit holes of everything of, you know, overwhelm and comparing everything. And, you know, it's such a trap in business. And unless you're aware of it, it will get you. And it does still pop up really in, in tricky ways, you know, and I guess my question from that is, is that how, you know, yoga and being mindful can really help, you know, Definitely. overcome, yeah, the self-doubt and, and become aware of it? Definitely. Every time that I'm in a self-doubt um, pocket of my business, like I feel like at the moment I've been, I'm, I'm pivoting again. And I mean, that word's been thrown around a lot in the last 18 months, but um, it, it is. And 
it feels uncomfortable. And there is so many times that I could just really be like, no, and, and the resistance. Sometimes I still want to resist. And that's when I know I need to get back on that mat to the basics. And here I am this week, every morning, you know, it's having a real structured devotion practice because I know for me to shift and move in the next part of my business because of the doubting that hovers, I need to come back to the basics of the devotion so that I can be able to, to propel to that next part that I want to or desire to call in. And I think that, again, it comes back to awareness. And so it's a practice of awareness, really. Um, and it was the reason, it was one of the practices. And we go back to the very start of this podcast episode when I was teaching, like being responsible for 25 other little humans. At the end of the day, I needed somewhere where I could just drop into my body. And, and it was the awareness of taking that time. So I think no matter what people do, um, having a practice, a mindfulness practice, whether it be yoga, whether it be Tai Chi, whether it be breath work, whatever you choose, it's really important more than ever, I think, in the world we live in to, to have in your life. Yeah, absolutely. And what, what sort of tips or I guess pointers could you give for, you know, I guess people starting out who haven't allowed that space and time, you know, for, I guess, busy female business owners who are wanting to try to slow down and, you know, who are doing all of the things, how can they possibly incorporate this as well, you know? I think it's about prioritising and also just like you would put a meeting in your calendar, let's make that a priority. I think that when you do, you will notice the other things in your business flourish more by creating that space. We have our, our you know, sacral chakra, you know, just um, below the belly button. And this is the essence of creativity. And when women get to drop into their body, you are almost sparking that creativity even more. So I think, you know, Callan, you know, use your masculine energy and, and put it in the calendar for yourself to have that space. And if that's not possible at the moment, the other thing that I would suggest is just taking three or start with one anchor moment throughout your day where you actually stop and you take those few extra breaths before you go on to the task. So allowing for that starting of that conscious awareness, I think. That's where I would get, um, yeah, people to start. There's, you know, it's all about just starting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we've we've actually touched on when you mentioned about you know putting it in your calendar. We've touched on that in past podcast episodes. It's really interesting that you know, for example, we created this podcast recording it was in our calendars. We showed up, mm. you know. But so many times, and it was something I struggled with as well, that you'd make that time in your calendar but not show up for yourself because you would almost talk yourself out of it, you know, like there's more important things to do or, or whatever it may be. But it's really about, you know, showing up for yourself and allowing your time, you know, for yourself. Because if you show up for someone else, why are you not doing that for yourself? Mm. 
and all we've got is our word right so I think when we give our word to something and we show up we make ourselves proud so there is frustration when you don't get to do that thing for yourself as well Mm -hmm. then why haven't we um made it that priority and and shown up and I think you know it brings there's no wrong there's no right or wrong right but it is just having again I feel like I've used the word a lot that awareness around it and um when we do boy do we make ourselves proud it feels good yeah and for me the best part about it was consistency of it you know just try do it at the same time and start off small just little bits and you know every time you do show up for yourself and every time you do feel proud, you know, like I did that for me. And then, you know, every single time through consistency, it becomes easier. It becomes longer if you wish it, you know, it, it just, it's just really keeping that consistency and knowing that you're showing up for yourself and it will become easier and more enjoyable, you know, and not to be hard on yourself as well, no matter yeah. what it is, you know, let's say yesterday, for example, what you did felt, I don't know, really stress relieving, but today not so much, but that's okay because you'll still go at it again the next day and the next day, you know, yeah. it's, really, it's about that consistency until it feels right and you find what works for you. Absolutely. And, you know, you've got to remember each day we ebbs and flow with our unique cycle. So we're not going to feel the same every day. It's a new yeah. day. So I, I think you make a beautiful point. It's one of the one of the clients I'm working with at the moment. Um, just watching the little small things that they're putting in each week and having someone to, you know, come and show up to being you know me at the moment to be her accountability that's another way to start if you need an accountability person like I've got accountability people for business I've got some for my health like I feel like this team of people you don't need to go at it alone either so in watching this client she's made from the first week we've been working together just small little changes that are right for her and her unique bio-individuality. So, you know, it might have been from sleep pattern to begin with was simply, okay, we're going to try and get to bed a little bit earlier. And it hasn't been like a dramatic three-hour difference. That would be like setting yourself up for failure, right? Of course, yeah. a real increment of, of that. And the other one, the other big one that we've worked on is, you know, the balance of, making sure we're not skipping meals like any like whether we like it or not we we feel we need our fuel to get through the tasks and just making sure bringing more awareness around that and while that might seem like a simple thing you know when we say it out loud sometimes we do lose focus of you know what does build a nourishing meal and and actually sticking to similar times that are going to really help the body so I think that we don't know where to start with things, you know, booking in the schedule, finding someone that you can be maybe accountable to at the beginning until you find your own little rhythm um, can also be helpful. Yeah, I love that. That That's a really good tip there. You know, again, it's like you don't have to go at it alone. 
you know, even if it's if you're doing it with a friend or you can just say, I'm going to message you at this time every day to let you know I've done this little thing, whatever it may be, you know, and it, it there is a whole lot of, um, you know, proof and research around people changing habits and, and progressing with, you know, um, the help of someone that they can be accountable with, you know, we do progress more in numbers. It's, it's normal. So again, you know, especially solo business owners, us, we don't have to do everything alone. (laughs) My biggest learning curve in life, (laughs) tried to do everything on my own. (laughs) Yep. We must've had parallel lives. That strong suit of independence. (laughs) Yes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, but, you know, at the same time, you can be vulnerable and you can ask for help, right? There is so much strength in vulnerability and I think that's when we get to see the true essence of people. Mm, Absolutely. Yeah, Um, yeah, especially especially in business. I've really learned that, you know, if if you start and run your own business, what you'll learn about yourself... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is I, I I believe the best part about it is what you actually learn and discover about yourself. <laughs> mm-hmm. I used to think that about travel and then I owned, yeah. and then I started my own business and I was like, what is this? Like the flows. And they don't stop, but it's like I am committed to growth in life. And yeah. so hey, hey, start a business. <laughs> Absolutely. That is so interesting. I never really put that two and two together being a traveler myself. I always thought, yeah, that came from travel as well, but yep. Nope. Start a business or start a business and travel at the same time. There you go. That's what I did. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Just do the the two in one, you know, of course I wouldn't have it any other way. (laughs) No. Oh, I love it. Um, Oh, it's brilliant. So I guess before we finish, can you tell us, first of all, where can our listeners find you? Yep. You can find me on Instagram. Rebalance Naturally is my handle. And also on my website, www.rebalancenaturally.com. Yeah, they're the two places I probably hang out the most. (laughs) Wonderful. I love that. And what's what, what final thought or key takeaway or tip what's something that you can give one like your top piece of advice for our listeners start just start wherever you are on your health journey whatever you need it all starts with planting a seed and wherever you're at just plant it and and you will you will see maybe not tomorrow but with those small steps you will see and breathe (laughs) all about the breathing for sure. Um, Right before we go, of course, is our number one question. And we have sort of touched on this right at the beginning, but what does collaboration over competition mean for you? Mm, I got three words that come to mind when I think this are fun, growth, and celebration, as in you know, it's more fun when you're you're working alongside people and, you know, there's definitely more growth because you are taking uh, nuggets of wisdom from others that are maybe doing similar businesses or completely different. You know, there's learning to be had 
and there's people to celebrate the journey with and when they are winning in their business I really believe you're winning in your own and vice versa so they're my three things when I think of collaboration oh that's so beautifully said I love that and that brings us to the end of our podcast for this week Renee thank you so much for being here today thank you so much for having me it's been beautiful Uh, it was a pleasure And as always, all of you kick ass, female business owners out there, remember collaboration is power. And most of all, whatever it is happening right now and what you're going through, we all get it. Thanks for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed it, hit subscribe. If you'd like to learn more, then check out our website, www.workwifewinetime.com.au. While you're there, jump on our mailing list to receive special updates and offers from our guests. Until next time, take care and drink responsibly.